From the sports staff of the Holland Sentinel, this is From the Press Box. With your hosts, Brian Vernellis, Dan Diadonna, and Chris Zatarazny. Thank you all for joining us. This is another episode of From the Press Box. We here at the Sentinel, the sports guys, and myself, I'm Brian Vernellis, digital director, by the way. We like to get together every week and chat some sports and uh coincidentally enough they happen to be sitting here just waiting for me to come in and join them <laughs> so uh no uh, further ado let's do introductions to my left sports editor dan diadana hello dan to my right assistant sports editor chris Zatarazny. wait for it chris wait for it there we go chris Zatarazny. okay <laughs> and I get the assistant sports editor out I like it. um i know you guys are deep into spring sports High school stuff, college stuff. I don't know what you've got. Probably a gazillion events every night and for the next two months. Our brains are like hamster wheels. I bet they are. Yeah, they don't stop. I mean, I think tonight we have like 38 high school events. Holy cow. Um, and that's a medium night. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, this will be our first major night of the yeah. of spring stuff after the break. Only yeah. six um, college events. It's nice. But only it's yeah, rare. only six. <laughs> tomorrow it's a, tomorrow it's like 12, 12 high school and two college. But we'll have uh, full force days where there are um, like sixty. Se- I mean, there, there's usually one or two days in the spring where we're in the seventies as far as amount of things in a day. Definitely Saturdays are like that. I don't miss it's, those days. Yeah, so. yeah. So, <laughs> so I thought and we will well, get everything. We will get everything yeah. that we get. I mean, we obviously can't be in seventy places, but uh, every uh, you know our every recap and every box score that our coach yep. that our coaches send in, we put we put it in, in to our rewind. Um, our goal is to have every event every day, so it never happens because it just doesn't. But right. um, that's our goal. So. Uh, Look! Look to us for all of the prep sports. <laughs> we'll do our Cause best because we're, we're going. We're going crazy to get it all in for you. Excellent. And by we, I mean Chris. Excellent, yeah. excellent plug. Oh, you poor guy. Uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, you guys wanted to talk some baseball, major league variety. Yeah. Tigers, Cubs, and Whitecaps. Whitecaps for the minor leagues. Yeah. Whitecaps minor yeah. leagues. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are just over a week into the start of a new season. I had to leave the Cubs, watching the Cubs on my PlayStation View, which is a great, great thing. If you can cut that cable, man, woo, love it. Uh, so I was watching the Cubs Pirates on my desk. Um, what, do you, Dan? You've got your World Series champs Cubs sweatshirt on. Yeah, ironic, isn't it? <laughs> Good day for it. Yeah. How do you got? I got to cover guys... high school soccer tonight, and it's cold. <laughs> That's why I really have it on, but. Yeah. It kind of works. Some are saying the Cubs are one of the favorites in the National League. Uh, a lot are saying the Tigers are doomed for a beyond mediocre season. Probably, what, one of the two worst teams in the American League? I'd say they're down there, certainly, with yeah. uh, with the White Sox yeah. and Tampa Bay. <laughs> well, that being Perennial said, they bad. go in and sweep the White Sox. So, I know. Right. Yeah. Wow. The difference is Tampa Bay has like $12. Yeah, you know, so like, I, I almost feel like everybody gives them a pet. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. it's not quite the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you guys see the Tigers Cubs season? Well, since sure. we're talking about doom, I'll let Chris go first. Oh, Gloom oh, and doom. Oh, I like he's the right. ex- he's the doom expert. I like it. Uh, I actually don't see the Tigers as bad as people think they might be. Um, 
everyone's kind of predicting 90 to 100 wins or losses excuse me i think it's going to be just around 90 or a little like 85 90 um they've got young guys that are coming in they've got i mean they sold the white Sox. i mean it's it's early that's positive um are you saying they'll flirt with 500 ball this year not not 500 but they'll be better than 90 losses okay okay um maybe 85 five i mean what's what's five losses isn't that 500 ball if you get 85 losses is it is my math off it's 162 162 okay 81 81 81 well they could be floating with 500 but it's i mean they're in a pretty bad division i think cleveland and minnesota are the two top teams everybody else is kansas city and chicago and detroit are the lowest of the low um but francisco liriano has pitched really well uh, in his two starts and and mike fires also pitched quite well against the white sox i was surprised to see that i mean these are guys that they're veterans they, they're just trying to continue their career somewhere and they shocked the heck out of me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think um i agree with you that i think that they're gonna people i would guess that they would do better than people think which is what thankfully happens when you have such a low bar <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, nowhere um, to go but up but looks like looks like cabrera's hitting the ball and he seems to be somewhat back to form he's seems he's factored in the scoring of just about every victory that they've had um, victor martinez has been playing a little bit too not quite as much because a lot of day games they've had cabrera dhing and this know, will so. be his last season without a doubt i mean i think everybody knows that he knew that on opening day he was crying and yeah. during the national anthem yeah, unless he hits it. 360 yeah you know i mean um so yeah then you got all these young kids and you never know like teams that have young kids with no expectations you don't know what to do, do what things sometimes exactly. i mean like they the kids are not going to be awful all the time i mean this is not um I, we need to clarify this is not the tigers of the 90s that were at best a triple a team um this is post trammel and whitaker post cecil fielder we're talking you know the the years where their one free agent signing in a five-year period was craig puckett um this is you know when dimitri dimitri young was the only good player on their whole team um that's bad like he dimitri young was really good but that the rest of the team was it was you really are like wow i'm watching the mud hens you know um this is not that correct this is young kids with upside this is back this is the bad tigers of the mid 70s when trammell whitaker morris lance parish were all rookies and yeah. young kids hopefully building towards something and they did in a decade now they won the world series in a you know um almost a decade later which is quite a long time for a rebuild now honestly i mean you see how hard the world series is to win at all i mean if the tigers can win the world series in a decade i'm not really gonna be upset with i'm right. not gonna say man that's taken forever because you know it's been it's already been forever really you know for them but they and they've had their chance with their four division titles in a row and um it'll be interesting to see what the young guys do yeah they really will if they can keep that keep the group together and they can kind of grow together this is this is not a this is a true rebuild this is a not there's this is not a cupboard is bare like it was in the late 90s when my favorite tiger was wendell mcgee your, fav- oh, man. your you favorite tiger. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a really nice guy, and he was a decent player, but no, his favorite tiger should be Wendell McGee. I mean, come on. like, uh, 
That's how it, I mean. That's yeah. That's what it was. My questions this year are going to be all about all about pitching. That's about it. I mean, who's going to show up and and if if Liriano and uh, uh, Fires are doing really well by July, they could be traded for some pieces, and that'll be great for the team for the future. But again, it's how these young guys perform throughout the year um, in the situation, especially the bullpen, <laughs> as bad as that's been forever. It's still going to be a question mark until that's yeah. But right now, I don't even mind. Right, exactly. That the bullpen's a question mark because exactly. this is not costing them the pennant or right, it's the just, division or whatever. It's these young guys being put in these situations and how they're handling the situations mm-hmm. and then what they learn from those situations moving forward. It's, that's pretty much what I'm they got more Joe. focused they on. They got Joe. Joe has been really good, and we know he's been good for the Whitecaps too. So Yeah, Joe Jimenez. Whew. Closer. He's the closer of the future or of the present of – so, uh, I don't even think they. Shane even Green know. has two saves already. Yeah, he's the current closer, but Jimenez is he, he's, setting him up. If he's not there in a, in the next year or two, they totally screwed him up. Yeah, because that's what they've been molding him for, and uh, that's just the way I think. Awesome's completely misused Joe last year, um, and it was, you know, I think it hurt his performance, and I think that that's that's going to be a key for them. Even I mean, he's, if he can pitch even the eighth inning. You know, then they might win some games that they have leads in. Who knew? You mentioned Osmus. I'll throw this out there. What do you guys think of uh, Gardenhire coming in? Ron Gardenhire is he the right guy for this job? Um, yes, he's the right guy. I mean, I I really like and respect him mm-hmm. as a as a manager and as a baseball guy. I think he's the right guy right now. People were like, oh well, he's the. He's this, you know, old school whatever. They're not going to win. He's not going to get his job isn't to get him to win like really win. He's the perfect fire it up kind of manager for a bunch of youngsters, you know, uh that I think that this is I think that's going to be good. I, I agree. I'm envisioning the manager from Bull Durham and I wish I could remember the name where oh, he goes yeah. into the the showers right. and starts It's an easy game. You throw the ball, you catch the ball, you hit the ball. Yes, I agree. I think Ron Gardenhire is the right guy for the job. You lollygag. <laughs> you bunch of lollygags. He's been around the game for how long? I mean, he's been there, done yeah. that. I mean, he, he knows the league quite well. He knows Detroit quite well, being the former manager of the Twins. Um, is he going to be there in four or five years when they're ready to contend, possibly? Who knows? But right now, he's, he's the guy that uh, these young guys need to learn from. Well, if anything, the Lich family shows, it's loyalty. Uh, so they true, to a fault <laughs> to it to yes. a fault yes uh, under the senior circuit uh, Dan since you're our resident Cubs uh, expert judging by the sweatshirt you're wearing how do you see their season panning and are they good enough to get back to the World Series well yes they definitely are I mean that's not um, will they is obviously the question that will is you know yet to be seen but the the pieces are all still there um i i'm the thing that boggles my mind about the cubs the last few years is they've had three years where they've been like a real contender and they had three different closers mm, yeah. i think that's wild like i just that's to me that is so odd um they had chapman the first year they had yeah. wade davis last year now it's morrow that they snagged from the dodgers because he was killing them in the playoffs um it's it, that part of it is really interesting to me, but the, I mean, the offensive pieces are all there. They've got the young, uh, the younger guys are starting to develop more. Hap has obviously become a big, um, him a leading big off is huge factor. Um, you know, they're they're fighting through their injuries with Rizzo and everything like that. But they're they've got they've got all the pieces. They've got the best manager in baseball. They've got 
you know the best GM probably. Yeah, and they've got the they've got the monkey off their backs as far as yeah. finally winning. Now it's not. I mean, I know last year they wanted to. Obviously, the goal was to repeat, and they made it back to the playoffs. They had a good year, um, but this is this is kind of the year where they got to show that they're this really is the team for the long haul that they're going to yep. be a contender every year for a while um and i think they they definitely have the talent to do it i mean this is going to be um this will be a huge year for bryant um after you know winning the mvp uh, a couple years ago and uh leading them and then uh it's hard to keep that going every year yeah. uh so this is this is going to be the uh, you know a big year for him and a big year for a lot of the uh, supporting cast Hayward um, and some of those guys that uh, I need to uh, the big question question mark uh, is really with them is not it seems like anybody they put in the lineup you, you put Almora in great you put Hap in great you put I mean, they're fine everybody's fine yep. you know there's no weak spot in the lineup or with their bench which is great um, just now not having Arietta it's just a little bit different. Uh, vibe with them. I mean, they have Darvish, who is can be great, but can has also proved to be both great and awful in the postseason at the same time, um, in the same series uh, a couple of times now. Um, so who knows how that's gonna? But it's the starting pitching. If they can keep keep that going, if if Lester can have another good year, um, and. Uh, uh, Hendricks, yeah, they'll, they'll be okay. But that's that's for me. That's the big question mark. Is cannot and not not that they're bad pitchers. They're good pitchers. So that's not going to be just the consistent. issue. Is just can they keep that all collectively going like they have? Yeah, um, would be the big question for me. I would agree with that. You know, yeah, Lester, Hendricks, Quintana, and Darvish your top four, and then whoever is going to be that fifth guy for you depends on who you want to throw out there. But if those four can be consistent, you're you're doing really well, uh, especially if you're getting Darvish every every five days out there july 1st during the regular could, season their fifth starter could be francisco liriano it could be it could be if, if he's having a great year so yeah, yeah pitching is all, all about the key and uh for the cubs and and we'll watch the starters and, and the bullpen as well i mean that's like you said the closer thing is just very odd but they do have a former tiger justin wilson there if morrow happens to fail for some odd reason you never know what could happen but wilson has done there been that been there done that excuse me you are having <laughs> trouble speaking today i am uh it's it's still a jet lag i think um yeah justin wilson he, he's proved that uh in detroit and he uh went through the playoff run last year with the cubs so they've got a, a solid bullpen it's just consistency 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 yeah they, i mean they should win the division I mean, oh, absolutely. like it's not i mean the cardinals are better than they were uh the pirates are worse than they were uh, if you take McCutcheon out of anybody's lineup, that's not I think good. The other uh, one is that the Brewers could be a challenger this year. Yeah, right? the Brewers are better. Yeah, for real first time. I mean, they haven't been they've been good recently, but not great. And they've got some pieces that they got in the off season that could challenge for that top spot. Right, and that'll be good. The Cubs need somebody. I need a team like that. Uh, it's been the Cardinals for so long. Right. I mean, the the couple years that the whole division was the best was when the Pirates were really good because the Cubs were good and the Pirates and the cardinals i mean it was the one year they had they had the three best records in the national league yeah. and they were all in the same division um which is just so insane that it happens when they're all playing each other so many times uh, but yeah that's uh they i mean the odds are that they i mean the, it favors them to be division champs again i think the that's what the outlook is and they just gotta perform and do it and then uh hopefully you know they don't Hopefully Kershaw doesn't single-handedly kill them in the playoffs. So, uh, but yeah, a little closer to home, 
the Whitecaps have also started their, started their season. I don't know if a lot of people, you know, are in tune with the Whitecaps as much as they are with the Tigers, the Cubs. So I thought maybe you guys could break down as you scroll through. Yeah, I got to make sure phone. I get all the. Well, it's new. I mean, every year is yeah. new with them. It's not like yeah. it's the same. So I got to make sure I they've get all these got, names right. They've got a lot of players from their recent draft class on their team. All of, most really? of the players from last year that they had are all now in uh, High A Lakeland. And doing very well, might I add, uh, including Gregory Soto, who was the top pitcher in the Tiger system last year. He's, I think, had two starts and uh, allowed a couple hits, a couple runs. And, he'll be in Erie real soon. Yeah, uh, he's going to be in Erie and, and Toledo. If if by next year, if he's on the on that track, it, it's it's really good. Um, the, the the second uh, to highest prospect in the Tiger system is Matt Manning, pitcher. He is starting the season with the Whitecaps. Um, he played, I think, two or three games last year for the Whitecaps, but got injured. And they sat him for the rest of the year. He's still in the DL uh, to start the season, but it shouldn't be much longer until he's out and on that mound at fifth third ballpark. And I would recommend watching him because if you get to watch him in the minor leagues, you'll watch him in two or three years in the Tigers on that mound at Comerica Park. He'll be he's that good. Uh, yeah, that's the best part about the Whitecaps is that they're a Tigers affiliate, so yeah. people are seeing future um, future Tigers, and they always seem to have even in years where the team is not great, they'll have somebody you know they'll have jacob turner who was you know the big hot shot prospect they've had uh oh i'm losing it i'm uh, jair jurgens was one jurgens. that was great um he had a fantastic year they have they have the draw like they bring in people and it's not always just pitchers cameron maven played here um a whole year um and did great uh, he was like 18. <laughs> um, you know, and you, you get a glimpse at some of these Castellanos played here. Um, you know, again, for a whole year, you, people watched him play multiple positions here. Um, it just it just is uh, – it's fun to see where the next big thing is going to come. Because most of the best players on the Whitecaps end up in the majors a little bit. It doesn't mean that they're in it for a long career. You know, you'll have some – you know, a hotshot shortstop prospect named Tony Giratano, who was great and moved his way really up. And he played, he was a September call up, and then he got hurt, and then he's done. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like uh, that happens sometimes. Um, you know, and it's it's funny because uh, being out here and covering the Whitecaps and following the Whitecaps and, and fans out here, they do have a little bit different look, too. So, like, September call ups sometimes is not like, you know, a lot of times, you know, like growing up on the east side. I, when it was September call time, I'd be like, well, who the heck is that? But, but other people here would be like, wow, Virgil Vasquez is getting the start tonight, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah, he pitched on the Whitecaps last year. And, you know, it's like people, it it it, uh, it connects, you know, everybody a little bit more, which is a lot of fun. So um, they got one pitcher that's a returner, or they have a couple pitchers that return, but uh, Udis Idrago. He was good last uh, year as well. Right behind he, Soto. He had, a good, uh, he had a good start, his first start of this season. Um, and will be it's it's kind of good for him to for them to have you know a, a top level pitcher back that can kind of show the ropes to the young kids. I mean, not that the young kids need all, but just somebody who's comfortable and knows how it goes in West Michigan. It's always it's always good to have that, um, you know. And then obviously the 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 managerial and coaching changes. You know, he got we got you know however many time all star catcher Lance Parrish back here. Um, he's made his way around uh, the Tigers and other organizations. I mean, I know he was the Midland 
manager when they started the, the Great Lakes Loons in Midland. Uh, I think he, he might have been their first manager. When yeah, for was, a couple of years. Um, he so he's he's kind of been around the block, but uh, it, it's different. You know, it's the same thing. You know, you, you get a you know a, a veteran that can you know energize the, you know the young kids. It's 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 similar to Garden Hire. He's you know maybe not as uh, rah rah or whatever is Garden Hire, but. You know, same kind of intensity can be brought, and the knowledge is definitely there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see who, uh, you know, who else kind of becomes. It's we see it as we go. You know, like it's like okay, well, they got this guy in this trade. Uh, we're not really sure what's going on. His name's Winton Bernard. You know, and then and then he wins the batting title. You know, and is the starting All Star center fielder when the Whitecaps host the All Star game and then you know he's on the 40-man roster the next year and it's like wow you know like this some of those things just kind of fall into place and it's really fun to watch outside of matt manning just two names i want to point out for the whitecaps this year um catcher joey morgan he's only played in in three games 13 in bats there's only been a i think five games this year for for the whitecaps but uh, he is ranked 21st uh the mlb.com top 100 prospects um 21st out of the tiger system out of 30 um he is on track, according to MLB.com, to make the Tigers by 2020. Don't know if that's going to happen because there's already a couple of catchers. <laughs> Brian McCann specifically. and He's uh, still pretty Andrew young. Hicks. Yeah, he's, he's young. He's, he's born in 95. Um, but in, in 13 games, he's drawn uh, – he got three hits, one run, one double, on base percentage of 231 and just 13 at-bats. It, to have a good catcher like that in your system, um, especially that low right now that can work his way up, that's huge. You can have an experienced catcher. That, that does wonders for your pitching staff. Mm-hmm. It was McCann a few years ago. Same kind of thing. It was. And, uh, and, and the Avila, other one, Avila before him. Exactly. And the other one I want to point out, um, he's not ranked in the top uh, 30 for uh, prospects for the Tigers, but Colby Bortles. That's Blake Bortles' brother. Plays with white caps. He's a oh. third baseman. Um, so if you want to see the brother of an NFL player, he's playing <laughs> for the white caps this year. <laughs> Athletic family, man. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Anything else you wanted to uh, add to the chatter before we three starts verlanders 2-0 and with a 145 era for houston everybody um we knew that was going to happen yeah. i mean and they're they are looking real good too i think that's going to be i mean if we could see a houston cubs world series who that would be just that would just be it i mean it would be so much fun now i know the dodgers really want to win and they it's so funny to think of them as having one of the longer yeah skids now uh as far as winning um, I mean the tiger like the Giants broke theirs by winning you know every other year for three years. Uh, the Tigers have one of the longest now, um, as far as droughts. I mean, there's some teams like the Brewers yeah. that just haven't won. Yeah. Um, although they won the pennant the year before the Tigers won the World Series. Yeah. Uh, but for droughts, it's just interesting, and that the Dodgers somehow, who I remember watching win the World Series in my lifetime have one of the longer droughts now um and especially just with all the great players they've had come through there that's just wild to me but. yeah so who's your world series pick that's what i want to know uh early early world series pick now winner houston yeah houston. i think they repeat i think that this is a good thing they got going i don't think i think when the energy is going you can't stop all of them and that's going to be huge this is they want they're out to prove that it's not a fluke just like the cubs are too which is why i think it could be the two of them. I, I honestly, honestly, I think it's going to be Houston Dodgers World Series again, um, which 
would be great. It was great. It was it was one of yeah. the most objectively entertaining World Series I've ever seen, um, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, I'm with you. I actually I don't like to pick repeats because it's very difficult to repeat. But I think Houston has all the pieces together. You get a Verlander in a full season, and that's that's shut down dynamite right there. I mean, he obviously was lights out for them in the postseason. In five games for them in the regular season or whatever it was, he was he was lights out, and he was lights out again this year. Yeah. So they get a full season out of Verlander, and and that team come back in full. That's that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. I think we'll uh, wrap it up with this one. Sound good? You bet. Yeah. <laughs> Nods all around. Well, on behalf of Dan Diadana and Chris Zetarazny, I'm Brian Ronellis. We want to thank you all for listening. We will still see you next week with another episode of From the Press Box. Mm-hmm.